Welcome to Seasoned with Salt Christian Podcast, where we keep things salty. On today's episode, I'm going to share my personal testimony of how I went from broken to healed, whole, and restored, and how you can experience a radical change in your own life. Let me begin by saying that I was raised in a Baptist church and attended church regularly with my family. As a young girl, I experienced sexual abuse from someone close to me. As a teenager, I experienced physical abuse from a boyfriend who attended the same church. When these things occurred, feelings of unforgiveness, anger, bitterness, and resentment began to creep in, separating me from my family and my church family. Before I knew it, I was overwhelmed by negative thought patterns about myself and others. I began to experiment with drugs, alcohol, and alternative lifestyles, including homosexuality and polyamory. When I met my oldest daughter's father, I was strung out on ecstasy. I got clean and ended up pregnant. I moved to Texas, where we planned on raising our family together. I began visiting Assembly of God Church. One Sunday, a lady asked me twice to go to the altar and pray. I could feel God drawing me close, so I decided to go with her to the altar to pray. As I was on my knees at the altar praying, all we could pray was that portion of the Lord's Prayer that says, Thy will be done. The next morning, as I was getting ready for a job interview, I received a phone call saying that my daughter's father had been killed. I instantly dropped to my knees. There are no words to explain that feeling. I went back to that church the very next Sunday. I went to the altar by myself and I began to cry out to God, asking him why, telling him I can't do this alone. He met me there. He comforted me there. He sent his Holy Spirit to comfort me. It was there that I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost with evidence of speaking in other tongues. Now keep in mind, I was raised Baptist, so this was all new to me. I wish I could tell you that I continued to attend that church and grew closer to God. But that's not how my story goes. Instead, I became employed at a day spa where I was introduced to energy work such as Reiki and tarot cards that were guised as archangel cards, crystals and stones that I was told could have healing powers, uh, communicating with the dead, and astral projection. As I was introduced to these things by a self-professing Christian, who also claimed to be a white witch. It was all new to me. Little did I know that these things went against what the Word of God said. I was searching for something. I wanted to feel powerful and in control. I wanted to talk to my daughter's father again. After a year, I moved back to Arkansas, where I continued to use this sort of New Age religion. I met my middle child's father and ended up pregnant within six months. The relation turned physical and emotionally abusive. 
While escaping this relationship, I jumped into another, perhaps for a sense of protection. I knew this man for about four years before we started having sex. He moved in with me and we lived together off and on for many years. He helped me raise my two older children. I was still searching and seeking for something. I began studying world religions, looking for answers, but I kept coming back to Christ. So I began visiting different Christian churches and became somewhat connected to a spirit-filled church. As I began reading God's word, I noticed old mindsets and patterns beginning to break off of me. It became difficult to live in the same household with an unbeliever. The closer I got to God, the further apart my relationship seemed to be. Although we no longer lived together, we were still having sex. I suffered two chemical pregnancies while having an IUD form of birth control. It was emotionally difficult for me. I kept it to myself and felt so alone. After having the IUD removed, I became pregnant with my third child. I moved to a different city for a job. It was a God move. I got connected with an awesome, spirit-filled church where my children and I continue to grow closer to God and to one another. While seeking God, His blessings started to pour out upon me. His favor continued to pour out upon me. I purchased my first home. I've been attending school. Recently, I started this podcast. And then, do you hear the silence? That was the calm before the storm. My youngest daughter's father had planned to come over this Christmas Eve. However, he didn't show up. The day after Christmas, he called me from the hospital to tell me that he had been shot in the head on Christmas. Wrong place, wrong time. PTSD began to kick in so hard. All I knew how to do was to pray. I spent the days after Christmas in the hospital where I was able to minister to people that I never would have been able to reach otherwise. After being discharged from the hospital, he stayed with us while he was recovering. I praise God that he's still alive and well. He completed his schooling and received his CDL license. You see, he could have died on Christmas, but God. I've been praying for his salvation and trusting God with it. People continue to tell him that he's a walking miracle and that God has a purpose for him. But you see, that's not my job. My job and my assignment through that season, and even now, is to show him God's love, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'm not sure what the future holds, but I know the one that holds the future, and I choose to trust him. That's what faith is. It's trust. 
Faith is trusting God at his word, despite what we might see or be experiencing in the physical, in the natural. Romans 12.2 says, Do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So how do we renew our minds? Because it says that they're transformed by the renewing of their mind. So how do we renew our mind? Well, I'm glad you asked. Ephesians 5:26 tells us that we can be sanctified and cleansed by the washing of the word. Reading our Bibles, hearing God's word, breaks off old mindsets so that our minds are renewed in Christ, that we have the mind of Christ. And what does it say about healing? Not just physical healing, but healing from those past hurts and trauma. Psalm 105, I'm sorry, Psalm 107:20 says this. He sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destructions. Again, it's the word of God that renews us and heals us and delivers us. And what does the Bible say about restoration? In Isaiah 61:7, we read Instead of your shame, you will receive a double portion, and instead of disgrace, you will rejoice in your inheritance, and so you will inherit a double portion in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. Restoration is yours through Christ. And what about trusting God? We know we can trust God at his word when he says in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I'm going to wrap this episode up, but before we go, I'd like to share one key with you. Now this key has been influential in my life. That is first learning that I have power and authority over all of the enemy as Jesus tells us in Luke 10, 19. Then second, learning how to use that power and authority. You see, that is the key. The word of God is sharper than a two-edged sword. When we align our will with God's will and begin to speak the word of God over our lives, over every circumstance, we are taking back our authority through Christ Jesus. If you're feeling lost, helpless, hopeless, overtaken by grief and affliction, there is healing and deliverance and restoration awaiting you in Christ Jesus. He has good plans for you, but you have to trust him. This year, I encourage you to trust God with everything. Thanks for listening to this episode of Seasoned with Salt Christian Podcast, where we like to keep things salty.